This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. read this um, I'll read it out of the Passion Bible first and then also I'll look at it out of the Voice uh, out of the Voice Bible um, I want to actually back up to uh, verse 6 it says well verse number 5 life is good for the one who is generous and charitable conducting affairs with honesty and truth you could say integrity there is still too echoey, fellas. Their circumstances will never shake them, and others will never forget their example. They will not. Everybody say, will not. Will not. So that's a choice, then. The act of the will is always a choice. It's a decision. They will not live in fear or dread of what may come, for their hearts are firm, ever secure in their face, steady, and strong, they will not be afraid, but will calmly face their every foe until they all go down in defeat. Isn't that a powerful, uh, powerful passage of Scripture? In Psalms 112, it says this, They will not be afraid in the Voice Bible when the news is bad because they have resolved to trust the eternal. Um, Let me read out of the Amplified. And the Amplified says, He will not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting, confidently relying on and believing in the Lord. Mm -hmm. So really what God's saying, we need to get our hearts fixed on him. Mm -hmm. Where is our trust? Who are we trusting in? And especially during times like this when, when everything is shaking. You know, we've been through a shaking. Of course, God said that he would shake. You know. Uh, and the shaking from well, God's standpoint is like he said in uh, uh, another portion of Scripture that we love so famously over there in Amos 9. He said, this is for the people that say nothing bad will ever happen to us. He said, I'm putting everybody, all the nations, including Israel, in my seat, and I'm going to shake it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shake it, you know. And th- that includes the church, uh, the people of the world, the people of, uh, of the church. It's to, the shaking, it, it shakes out uh, to where is our trust? Who will we trust? Mm-hmm. Where is our trust? Who are we going to believe? And you know, for the last few years here, bad news has come. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had bad news in your life? That, That, you know, not just bad news on the news that you watch, you know, worldwide. And you can't, you have to be careful of a steady diet of that because you were not made to carry the world on your shoulders or carry the care 
of stuff that's happening everywhere. See, uh, that's too much weight for us mm -hmm. to handle. But, you know, sometimes bad news comes close to home, doesn't it? Hmm? You know, it comes, uh, it, it comes from a doctor's report. It comes from uh, a bank statement. It comes from, uh, you know, uh, the local school uh, system, the local economy. Mm -hmm. You know, the factory shuts down. The school's got... Uh, an epidemic or a pandemic, you know, uh, bad news comes sometimes in relationships in our family, those types of things. But any of the, the thing of it is it, it, it's not far away. It comes close to home, really up close and personal uh, in our life. But it says when, bad, when the news is bad, they will not be afraid. Yes. And here's yes. the only way to, to not, uh, be afraid is because they have resolved to trust in the eternal. Mm -hmm. Still a little bit ringy, fellas. Um, resolved means is that, is that it had been decided mm -hmm. and it had been decided and determined decisively. This, uh, I'm just resolved, you know, no matter what. Mm -hmm. See, that's bedrock for me. Yes. You know, that's, uh, that's the corner I'm in or the wall yes. that I'm backed yes. up against is the bedrock of I will trust in the Lord. I have resolved that no matter what, that's no right. matter what, that's right. whatever the bad news is, uh, whatever comes, I'm not afraid of whatever comes. It says this, they will not live in fear or dread of what may come because their hearts are firm, ever secure in their faith, steady and strong. They will not be afraid, but will calmly face every foe until they all go down in defeat. Now, you're not going down in defeat. The foe is going down in That's defeat. That's right. That's right. Resolve that when you trust in the Lord, God's victorious. Mm -hmm. God, if God says go to the side, you'll get to the other side. You, you may meet a storm between here and there. Uh, you know, you may not see how you're ever going to get there. But God has, if yes, God said it, God right. will accomplish it. God will make the way. He is the way. Isn't it? It's more than a song, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Amen. He is the way. And that way is that we trust in uh, him and I will say I will. I will. Right? It's a choice. That's right. It's a decision. It just simply it says they have fixed in their heart, resolved in their heart. My heart is fixed uh, on you. Want to uh, go back over here to uh, Psalms uh, fifty-six? I like the Psalms just simply because David was real. He didn't. He didn't sugarcoat anything. I mean he. You know, uh, uh, he just told it all. And I, I believe that because he was a man that was after God's heart, mm -hmm. see. See, God, uh, you know, uh, God's heart for us is he just wants us to be genuine with him. So he can be genuine yes. with us. Amen. Yes. Have you ever been afraid? <laughs> when bad news comes, have, have, you ever had, have you ever had to fight fear? Anybody? All right. In Psalms 56, uh, I'm going to read this mainly out of the, uh, well, I'll read it out of the Passion first. 
It says, but in the day that I am afraid, verse 3, I'll lay all my fears before you and trust you with all my heart. Does God think any less of us if the first, uh, if the first thing that we feel when bad news comes is fear? Fear is a spirit, isn't it? You know, you know, there's, uh, there's sometimes when, you know, uh, uh, well, I'll read a little bit further in this before I say that. All right. Um, it says, but in the day I'm afraid I'll lay all my fears before you and trust in you with all my heart. What harm could a man bring to me with God on my side? I will not be afraid of what comes. The roaring praises of God fill my heart and I will always triumph as I trust his promises. Amen. So I want to re read it out of the voice Bible. It amplifies it. It says it just a little bit more. It says, when struck by fear. Have you, have you ever been struck by fear? See, not just fear wasn't a glancing blow. Fear wasn't just a, uh, you know, graze you, uh, you know, uh, it, it struck you. And, you know, there are, there, uh, there are times when, say, like, you know, you get, you get struck in the arm or a limb or whatever that, you know, uh, you know, it can do some damage uh, where that is concerned. It, if it, you know, depending on the force behind of it, uh, you know, it would do some damage. What about have you ever got your feelings hurt? Mm -hmm. have, you ever, have you ever got your feelings hurt? Uh, but the devil's always aiming at your heart because that's where trust comes from. He's got to go through the outward things, you know, the physical things. And, you know, you can take a certain degree of the physical things. They can all be fixed or changed. The, you know, and uh, uh, it's, it's a little deeper, runs a little deeper when we get, quote, our, yes. uh, we're struck and, and our emotions, our feelings. Uh, it just, it's painful. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Yes. But, boy, I'll tell you, um, let me read a little bit further. It says, I let go depending securely upon you alone in God whose word I praise in God I place my trust I shall not let fear come in now see where, where fear is wanting to do wanting to end up is to break your heart mm -hmm. it's to break into your heart fear is a liar fear is also a robber yes are you hearing? Mm -hmm. he, wants to, he wants to hit you hard enough, force his way into, and get your trust mm -hmm. in God. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? Yes. Amen. Because fear robs our faith. Mm -hmm. Because, see, if you're operating in fear, then you can't have faith. And that's exactly what he wants. If he gets us into fear, because fear will paralyze you. Fear comes in as a paralyzer. And what happens when you're paralyzed? Then you can't pray. You don't want to pray. You know, now you're in doubt and unbelief. Now you're talking the problem instead of the solution. You're talking doubt. 
and unbelief because we've got to come we got to come and stand up and say no I resist the lies of the enemy I resist the devil's lies that he will not stop me he will not rob from me physically spiritually or financially and take hold of your faith. And sometimes you just got to get right up in the face of that thing, but begin to speak God's word. Because God's word never fails. And sometimes if all you can say is Jesus, 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 I'll tell you something will begin to start moving because there's power in the name. If that's all you can start out in, when you feel that paralyzed, when you feel that fear coming on you, just go, Jesus. Jesus, and God will begin to speak to you. God will begin to show to you. Then you can begin to then pray and declare God's word over your situation. Mm-hmm. Well, and sin, that's what, you know, that said when bad news comes, mm-hmm. you know, he said, I will not fear what will come. Yes. You know, bad news comes to say, well, this is not good. This is very bad. It's always threatening. Uh, I said threatening. Mm-hmm. And the facts maybe, maybe, you know, may be real. But when we turn, you know, when we turn to the truth, see, turn it, trusting in God, that's why he said, I will uh, let go and I'm, I'm going to be depending securely upon you alone in God whose word I praise, in God I place my trust. Well, the, the basis of our trust in God is his word. And there are times, guys, when the word is all we have. You know, but, but when we understand this, I, I hear what the circumstances are saying. I hear what the situation says. I hear what the, the facts declare. You know, I, my mind is saying one thing. Reasonings and arguments and imaginations all exalting themselves against what God already knows. God already knows you know, before the foundation of the world, he says, before I formed you in your mother's yes. womb, I knew you. I knew all about you. I knew all, every step, every yes. breath, everything you would face, every trial, every trouble, every test. I also knew that when you would, that when you would turn to me and you would begin trusting me, you know, and he also knew every attack that would come to try to get that trust. Yes. See, because it, it's a journey, isn't it? And it's not over. Has it, God hasn't changed. God will never change. His original design, his original desire for your life before he even formed you. He planned that he would bring you through, through it all, and that you would be victorious. But we triumph. We triumph in trust, sometimes in quiet trust, you know, uh, and trust is quiet, isn't it? You have to get quiet. You have to shut out all the clutter, all the confusion, all the chaos, because that's what bad news is. It's confusion. It's chaos that creates confusion. It clutters up everything, and we have to boil down, back down to you get, we get in front of God. What say you, God? What does your word say? And I'll tell you, this is the benefit. You know, you forfeit your training in the word of God. 
when you say the church is unnecessary, not essential. God's established the church through Jesus Christ and by his Holy Spirit. This is where he trains us for ruling and reigning. He trains us in the truth. He trains us for triumph. And apart from, you know, if you don't have the word of God, you know, you will not succeed. You will be overrun, overcome, and you will be defeated. You'll live a less than God's best life. It's that simple. You know, the devil would handicap you, put you at a supreme disadvantage, really cause a, a learning disability in your life if he can get you separated from the one connection. Yes. The word of the living God connects us to the living God. And out of what God has said, God will still speak. Mm -hmm. And whether we hear him or not is life itself. He said, hold fast to instruction, for it is your very life. Church is about instruction. It's about the, the centerpiece of the church. Uh, certainly is Jesus. So let's look at the example of Jesus. What did Jesus do? It said he came and he taught them. Before he did the works, even he himself, you know, people are wanting God's works, but he said, the first thing you must believe my words. And if you won't believe my words, try to believe the works, but but, you know, uh, it's hard to believe his works because they come out of his word, see? Yes. And yes, sometimes, right. listen, all we have is the word. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what does the word do? It shows us, it's still ringy, guys. It shows us the heart of the Father. Yes, yes. And trust involves when I don't understand his plan. When I can't see his hand. And there's sometimes when that's hidden from us. Not from us, for us. It's because he's dealing with the foes. Well, he still says, you know, you can choose and decide to trust my heart. I'm working my plan. You will see my hand. But I need you to know my heart. And I've got to have you fix your heart firmly, securely, be resolved. I will trust the Lord. When the bad news comes, see, uh, and that there's no, there's no human. Well, he says this, he goes, well, what can mortal man, what can, one translation says, what can measly man do to me? I would add to that what can men do for you because there are some situations it can only, only God can fix it. Only God can. You know, we, we want miracles, don't we? We need miracles, see? But the, the ground of miracles is impossibility. 
the making of miracles is, is in the mixture of, of it's impossible for man, with man. Only God can fix it. And we have the choice of, well, you know, uh, the devil will say, you can do this, you know, or, you know, or he'll say, you can't do this. Either way, you're in a conundrum and a, and a confusing situation. We can try, you know, but uh, have you ever been in a situation where, you know, the reality of it is, is no matter how hard you try, it just gets worse? You just delayed the inevitable, so to speak, you know? There are situations that in our growing up in him, in our, in, in, in our uh, experience with God, our encounter with God here on the earth, I want you to think about this for just a moment, and then you need to jump in here anytime you want to. The original sin, you know, where men missed it, Adam and Eve, is that I know there are a lot of things surrounding that, you know, uh, a lot of different angles and everything, but basically, you know, the devil was said to them, he goes, can you really trust God? I know God said, I know God's word to you is this, but can you really trust him? You really think that he knows best and wants the highest and best for you. He called God's heart into question. That's what hurts so much, doesn't it? When is it possible to hurt God? Yeah, you know, to to say I don't believe your heart for me. Trust is based in faith. The Bible says works by love. It really says you have believed the love that God has for you. See, to not trust Him, saying God. I don't believe that you love me. The devil will jump on that one. He goes, well, if God loved you, why would he let you get in such shape? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk some more in another time about, you know, trusting God and God bringing you out to a place where, <laughs> God, all I have is to trust in you because this cannot be fixed yeah. apart from you. In God, whose word I praise, in God, I place my trust. I shall not let fear come in. You know, the Bible says this. Sometimes we're fighting so hard, uh, you know, fear. We know that fear is the spirit. We know that fear comes from the devil. And it's all in the area of, of you know, not knowing. The reasoning, the arguments come is, you know, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know what's going to happen. The bad news is, says that, you know, well, there's this and this and this and this and none of it's good. Bad news is not good news. You, you, are you with me? Okay, it says this is bad. This is, this is this bad thing, that bad thing, the next bad thing. These are all the possibilities and probabilities in the natural of how this thing is going to turn out, mm -hmm. see. Uh, you know, uh, and I can let that in. You know, I can let what's happening on the outside that's pressing me, pushing pain and distress. I can let that, 
I can let that move into the realm of my mind and my emotions, and all of a sudden it's just taking me somewhere that I do not want to go. I have no peace. I've lost joy. I can't see God. I'm not hearing God. All I've got is all this stuff. Fear is trying to come in, come into my heart, come into, are you listening, the place where trust resides. Well, I found out this, you know, I mean, uh, it, it does, it's one thing to get your feelings hurt. It's another thing, you know, when it starts really banging on your heart's door to break it. Amen. But I've learned this, you know, even when my heart, you know, breaks open, you know, I've learned to trust in Jesus. You could break my alabaster box open, but I'll tell you, it's still going to be offering to God. God, I don't know how. God, I've learned to trust in you through it all. I have learned to trust in you because this whole thing started. You invited me to walk with you. You invited me to follow you. And that took trust to take the first step. And it will be trust all the way through to the last step. And, and listen, you know, through everything, through everywhere, see, my focus, one focus I have is I'm looking at you. And I'm trusting you. My heart is fixed on trusting you. Yes, yes. To me, that's the good news. It's the only good news. Because I, I know this, see, you know, uh, God loves us. God loves me. Amen. This, this pain, you know, of the process right now is the birth canal, you know, to promotion, to something greater, to knowing God more and better than I've ever known him, to God's greater plan for all of our lives. Didn't Jesus say that? And it's a principle. He goes, you have sorrow right now. You have grief. There's painful, there's a painful process that's just like a woman that is giving birth to something new, a new life that started so small as just a little seed conceived, but developed and grew hidden uh, away from everyone else but you know that there's there's there a a life is growing on the inside of come on ladies help me out a little yes, bit but yes. there comes a point in time doesn't there where where the where there's no more room and then think about how the baby feels my god i mean the woman's going through pain but that baby's going what in the world is going on here. I'm being pushed. There is pressure. All of a sudden, what was comfortable and normal to me, and you know, and and I loved and enjoyed, I I grew, and all of a sudden, my world is caving in on me. It's pushing me and pressuring me. I know this about Jesus' words. He said, when that baby is birthed, said the woman forgets about all the pain when she holds the new in her arms. I believe that. We've lived that many times. We're living in that right now. I believe there might be some people that are living here, that are living in this right now, that don't understand 
the pain that's involved in the process. Yeah. And in this life, bad news brings pain, doesn't it? Problems bring pain. The thing you're involved in right now, you know, uh, fear strikes us. See? It sometimes hits us really hard. The possibilities that are in the natural, all of the negatives, and it hurts us. And if we're not careful, we don't take that fear and lay it in front of God. We don't take that pain and lay it in front of God. We don't take that problem and lay it in front of God and just say, now I decided to trust you. I'm going to keep on trusting you because I know your heart. I don't understand your plan. And I can't see your hand right now. You know, but I believe that I will. Because I will trust you. The end for me will be more, not less. The end will be victory, not defeat. Pastor Ronald Common. If I can get, Sonia, can you pull up uh, 1 John chapter 2, verse 14 in the Amplified? For some reason, I cannot pull it up on my tablet. It won't come hmm. up. Um, you know, like Pastor had shared, you know, we get to choose, though. You know, we either choose fear or we choose faith. We're going to have to choose that I'm going to believe mm-hmm. or do I doubt. I'm going to have to choose to receive a negative report or do I receive God's report? I'm going to have to choose to receive that no matter what anybody else does or what anybody else says or what the world is saying, what the news is saying, what the White House is saying, even what your checkbook is saying, maybe what your job or your body says, we have to come to that place to say, but I'm going to choose to believe God. The way this thing is, is not going to remain. Mm -hmm. It will change in the name of Jesus. That I choose to believe and trust God. That no matter what, God's word is true. And every other voice is a lie. Every other voice, every other feeling, every other thought is a lie Mm -hmm. from the pit of hell. Because God's word is true. God has declared that I'm victorious. God has declared that I'm a winner. I'm not a loser. God has said he is for me and not against me. God is my friend in the name of Jesus. God has said that we are victorious. Amen. Yeah, so in 1 John 2 and 14, I'll read it um, out of pastors here since that's not up. I write these things to you, dear children, because you truly have relationship with the Father. I write these things, fathers and mothers, because you have had a true relationship with him who was from the beginning. And I write these things, young people, because you are strong. The word of God is treasured in your hearts and you have defeated 
the evil one. Amen? So see, we get to choose God's word, that God says, I'm strong, I am victorious, I am an overcomer. Amen? And that starts, Sam, you know, with the... That starts with when the good news of the word comes. You know, when we have bad news, we're just looking for some good news. And in our trouble, in our problem, in our pain, you know, in the hurt, we find that the real help, the real help that we need can only come from God. We look away from everything else. And I'll tell you, God will. He'll point you to the cross. He'll point you to Jesus. And he'll say, just trust him. You can trust him. You know, aren't there a lot of arguments? But God, I... I've done, I've made so many mistakes. I'm I'm not good enough. I don't, I don't deserve this. I don't, and the Lord says, no, just trust in Jesus. He defeated the enemy of your soul. He defeated the one that would destroy your life, not just this physical life, but the one who would drag you into an eternal damnation along with himself. Jesus took all our sin. Jesus healed all our diseases. Jesus delivers us from all our destructions. Trust in Him. And you know, like this image that we had put up on the screen that says starting over, you know, and that's a sunrise. Mm -hmm. You know, thank God that every day you get to wake up And we get to choose. Today's going to be a new beginning. His mercies are new. Every morning. Every morning. Every day that I get to choose to get up and say, but you know what? That was yesterday. This is today. And today is going to be a better day. Today, I'm even going to win more than I did yesterday. Or if I felt like I lost in everything yesterday, today I'm going to win. Today, I'm going to have some victories. I get to start over. Don't look at it as a negative thing. Look at it as a God thing. That God's got something newer, better, and greater Mm -hmm. in this starting over for you today. Because weeping may endure for a night. And sometimes the night is long because it's dark. And there's a lot of unseen and a lot of unknown. But it says, but joy... Joy comes in the morning when the light then the when the light of God see when Jesus shows up the sun the light of the yes. world he said see you know uh, and 
when we place our, when we just simply place our trust in Him, I, I just believe that there uh, are folks right now that you need to make a decision. You know, you want God to fix your life, fix your heart on trusting God. See, He'll take care. You know, give, I remember when, when uh, um, we got uh, born again, you know, uh, my, I couldn't see how that I could afford it because I felt like if I'm going to be a Christian, they talk about tithing and all of that. I'm not going to do anything halfway. And, and, you know, we'll have all these reasons and excuses and different things. And thank God a preacher that was wise, he said, why don't you just give your heart to the Lord and trust him? He goes, he'll take care of all that other stuff. He'll take care of all of the other stuff. And, you know, I found that to be true. You can trust Jesus. You can. God and the Bible says that, that when we see him, uh, he's going to have a vesture on and, 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 it, and it says faithful and true. You could say trustworthy. He is the trustworthy one. He's worthy of your trust. He will save you. He will rescue you. He will deliver you. He will cause you to come to the other side. He will get you there. He knows exactly what he's going to do, even when you don't. Trust his heart. Yes. Trust his heart. Yes. Trust him by trusting his heart. When you don't understand, and you don't have to understand fully his plan, you don't even need to see his hand, just step out in trust on his heart. Believe the love that he has for you. He loves you. Yes. He absolutely loves you, absolutely. He could not love you anymore. And what could separate you from the love of God other than not believing in it, not trusting that? Amen. So we want to pray a prayer today and I invite you to pray that prayer from your heart. Make a decision right now, right here. God, I'm going to trust you. That's the start of the journey. See, and he'll help you. Uh, he will prove himself trustworthy and he will help you to learn to trust Him more and more. Amen. All the way from here to heaven and throughout eternity. Father, in the name of Jesus, I say today, I will trust you. I do believe that you love me. I accept your gracious offer of grace and mercy. And I thank you for saving me. By sending me Jesus, I look to him. Jesus, I trust you. I trust you to save me, to rescue me, to deliver me. As the scripture says, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard me and delivered me from all my troubles. We thank you today, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for rescuing me. Thank you for delivering me. Amen. Now, if you meant that prayer, and you know, it's such a private thing, isn't it? It really is a private, personal thing to place our trust in the Lord. Or to work its way from the inside to the outside, but no matter. No, 
uh, no matter what other people think or other people suppose or their opinion of you, say, you know, if you place your trust in the Lord, that you're His and He's yours. Yes. And you're going to look to Him and follow Him. That's the best decision that you would ever make. I want to congratulate you on that. And, you know, uh, he, didn't, he doesn't birth you and get you born again for you to just be left at the hospital or out there all on your own. You, you need to come home to a church family. You need to be around the ones that uh, he has uh, given the responsibility to care for you and to help you in your relationship with him because it's not just uh, you and Jesus all by yourself. You've been born into a family. Yes. The Father's heart has always been for a family. And there's way more room, uh, you know, than you know. What, room enough and then some for you to, uh, you have a place, you have a part. And we want to invite you, you know, uh, uh, this is a good church home. This is a good place where, where God is here. And he'll love you and we'll love you and, uh, and help you be successful in your journey with God. So until the next time you remember this, that God does love you. You can trust Him. And we, our prayer as always is that uh, you, would, uh, you would have a heart at rest. I really kind of want to change that. Say it's just so simple. Just trust. Just trust God. Amen. And let's see what God will do. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.